Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Welcome to the show. Before we get started, I want to play a clip for you because the clip I want to play for you is a clip that was made, and I run it at the beginning of all of my shows. And I, I wanted to actually to play the clip really quickly, if I could, so you all can hear it. And then I will tell you why I'm playing the clip. The clip was created by Dr. John D. Martini. He is my very special guest now, has taken time out of an incredible schedule he has. And that schedule he has is a schedule that, actually, I'm going to play that clip afterwards. The schedule he has is one of traveling the world and helping all of us break through, break out, and live the best lives we can. For those of you that are in front of us right now, I want to say the picture that we've got up on the big screen, that is Dr. John Demartini. John, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Oh, my gosh. It is so great to have you here. Best-selling author, you know, the most transformative leaders in the field of human potential. As Heather said, knew you before she knew me. So welcome to the show. Well, Pat, thank you for having me. This is an inspiration to be, you know, even though I'm halfway across the world, we're together. I love it. And you are halfway across the world. Before we start, would you tell our listeners where you are and what you're doing? Well, I am in Cape Town, South Africa, the beautiful city on the coast of Cape Town, South Africa. And um, we just finished the Breakthrough Experience program just about 45 minutes ago. And I've been doing media here and been doing programs for prisons. I just had the opportunity to have an amazing musical artist in my program named Larry Joe. He's got a Larry Joe live video that's phenomenal. That um, is a big sensation right now. Uh, he was there and he performed there. And it's just been a crazy, amazing, amazing, crazy day. Just a fun day. <clears throat> Well, I mean, you're somebody that does incredible work around the world. And, you know, I said to you before we came live that uh, I had a little temper tantrum with myself about three weeks ago and discovered that I wasn't doing enough. And then I asked Spirit, what, what else can I do? And what I heard was to do this broadcast live from the floors of the Northwest Women's Show. And at the time, you know, I say yes immediately, but we didn't have the technology that we have right now. You know, we're looking at you standing, your video running in the background here as we're doing this show. And uh, and then I heard this is the launch of our Global Prosperity Initiative because I was really tired of downturn. When I say Global Prosperity, uh, Dr. John, what does that mean to you, Global Prosperity? Well, I um, I would say that if you want to make a difference in yourself, you have to have a vision as big as your family. If you want to make a difference in your family, you have to have a vision as big as your community. If you want to make a difference in your community, you have to have a vision as big as your city. If you want to make a difference in your city, you have to have a vision as big as your state. If you want to make a difference in your state, you have to have a global vision or a national vision. If you want to make a national impact, you have to have a global vision. And if you want to make a global impact, you need an astronomical vision. And global prosperity is an astronomical vision of service, vast service to humanity across the world. And people who wake up to a vast service initiative, they increase the probability of having a vast income. I think when I ask people by the millions how many people have ever used Microsoft Windows, people put their hands up by the millions. And that's because he's a billionaire, because he's serving people. All we have to do is go out and find a service to people truly a service to people look for things we can do that makes the difference in people's lives and we haven't had 
think we lost you there for a minute, Dr. John. So let, let's hope we get Dr. John back here. Can you hear us okay here, John? I can hear you again. Did I go off? You did go off for just a but keep going. Okay. Well, I was just saying that, that global prosperity is when you have an astronomical vision making a global difference because you can't make a difference on the globe unless you have an astronomical vision because you've got to have an, a bigger vision than what you want to accomplish that you want to accomplish it. And I believe that um, I, was, I was summarizing the book of wealth by Hubert Hell Bancroft in a live program, and there was a common thread to the wealthiest people on the planet. And they were individuals that believed that they were by divinity, by, by you might say divine providence, they were called to make a difference across humanity. They were called to do a vast service, literally a vast service of humanity. And they also believed that they were destined to live as royalty, as kings, as leaders, and they, built, they had a great enough self-worth to be able to receive and build their wealth. And the people that have a vast service orientation, it's altruistic serving, and also enough narcissism to believe in themselves and value themselves, those are the people that have vast fortune and have global prosperity. So I always say that give yourself permission to do something extraordinary across the planet. Give yourself permission to receive vast returns and do and go and keep growing every single day. That's what keeps it all alive. It's amazing, isn't it? It's that amazing. does keep it alive because I, I love what we're talking about here and how to you know feel that uh, that life, that life spark that people have and and bring that to the forefront. Uh, I want to ask you: you travel the world. You, here you are in South Africa right now, and I, I want to ask you: what do you believe your greatest challenges are? Our greatest challenges are uh, as individuals, and and our greatest challenges worldwide. Uh, I think we may have lost you there a minute, Dr. John. So let me, uh, uh, yeah, we have a little problem here. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get Dr. John back. Let's go to a quick break here. We'll be back to the Dr. Pat show. Beat Kevin. I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. I was at 35% body fat. I was depressed. I was miserable. Then Kevin consulted Seattle nutritionist Ev Kinblade, who made some adjustments in his diet. It wasn't some fad diet. It was solid nutrition. My metabolism improved drastically. My energy shot up. My self-confidence, self-esteem was life-changing. Find out about a free 30-minute nutrition appointment with Bev Kinblade at seattlenutrition.com. seattlenutrition.com. The magic dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. And little Dr. Pat was puffed and loved puff too. And that's the case for all of us when we sing puff now too. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I've got Dr. John Martini back. I'm not going to interrupt him. I'm just going to let him go. John, thank you so much for joining us here today. You know, the question I asked you were, what are the greatest challenges we have as individuals? And then what, do we have, what are some of the greatest challenges we have as a, as, as a species? Thank you for joining me here today. What are the greatest challenges we have? I think yes. that... Um uh, uh, can I joke for a second? I think the greatest challenge is keeping yeah. up with me. <laughs> um, keeping up with me? <laughs> yeah, keeping up with no, no emails. 
Yeah, all the emails. Oh, can anybody do that? I don't think anybody can do that. I can travel the world. I don't even know how you keep up with yours. Yeah. I can travel the world to millions of people easier than I do my email. But, um, you know, I think the greatest challenge uh, of our times is still the same challenge, and that is the challenge to be authentic. And, And I always say if people live their true selves, their true self is more magnificent than any fantasy selves they may impose on themselves. And I think the greatest gift they can give to themselves and to others is to exemplify their own authenticity and their own magnificence and let their light shine and give themselves permission to radiate vastly in the form of service and rewards in their life. So many people, you know, I said this weekend at my Breakthrough Experience program that so many people, when they get up and grow up in life, they ask, what company should I work for? What religion should I belong to? What uh, political party should I belong to? And I always say that instead of doing that, you want to ask, what multinational corporation do I want to create? What new religious spiritual movement do I want to initiate? What new political movement and new culture can I create across the earth? Instead of subordinating themselves, why not give themselves permission to be vast leaders? I think this is the challenge to be our authentic self. I don't think our authentic self plays small. I think it's destined, as Emerson said in his essays on circles, I think we're destined to continue ad infinitum to grow our being and our mind ad infinitum to the edges of the soul, to continue to grow and expand. So I think the greatest challenge is to be true to ourselves, which is automatically expansive. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You know, this is really uh, so beautifully said because there is such an interesting energy right now, and I want to ask you about it. You know, on the one hand, we're seeing protests all over the world. And and what I mean by protests, I mean, uh, let's say, nonviolent protests. Uh, And on the other hand, you, you know, we're... We're at a place where people are taking a stand uh, in a, in a not-so uh, nonviolent way. But I want to ask you about, you know, what we're seeing in terms of non, nonviolent uh, protest and people standing up for rights they believe they have. You know, even when we look in Wisconsin, and I want to ask you, John, you know, what does it mean to take a stand for something? And uh, what kind of shift do you think some of these protests are having uh, globally for us? Well, in, in, according to Plato and Machiavelli and Castiglione, which are social and political philosophers, um, they always stated that there's a cycle to political structures that every culture and nation emerges through. And uh, when initially, when you have disempowered people, you end up having monarchs and, and, and kind of a monopolies and maybe plutocracies where people have money and aristocracies and and uh, small groups of people, oligarchies, that are actually running things. But eventually people empower themselves. And with the Internet, it's more easy for people to empower themselves globally. And they start to give themselves permission to empower all areas of life. They don't get overpowered. And so what's happening is the monarchical structures and some of the handful of leader structures, instead of democracies, are, have gotten to such a degree of the polarity that the people are starting to empower themselves and stand up and speak up. And as they do... These monopolies fall down, oh, and this wow. is part of the evolution. These are the, this is part of the evolution that keeps society growing. So this is a great thing. It's a very wise thing that's happening. So you know, uh, one of the things that uh, I also wanted to speak with you about is breakthrough. And- 
And you mentioned your breakthrough workshop. Now, I've had you on before, and for a lot of folks, they have heard you and they understand what this is all about for you. But I have seen people, you know, and myself included, attend the breakthrough workshop, and uh, and lives change. And I want to ask you about what it is you've discovered that catapults people to break through to the lives that they want to to live here. Well, I think we just lost Dr. John. We'll get him back in a minute. Um, As we're figuring out how to get this fixed here. Are you there again? Yeah, there we go. Uh, But that's what I was saying. I wanted to ask you about, you know, the breakthrough work you do. And what I, what I wanted to ask you about was, you know, what does it take for be- people to break through? Keep losing them. That's all right, Joe. We're going to get John back here in a minute. All right. There you go. All right. So can you tell me what it takes for us in, as individuals to break through to the lives we want? Well, I would say that deep down inside, every weekend in the Breakthrough Experience Program, People come and tell me, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what my mission is. I don't know what I'm dedicating my life to. And I say, bull, you know inside. It's innate. Your highest value is an expression of it. It's inspiring from within. You look at what your life demonstrates. It's, it's guiding you there. And what i found is that people have seven fears that immobilize them and stop them from living out authentic lives. The first one is the fear of breaking the morals and ethics of some spiritual authority they've subordinated to. The second one is the the fear that they're not smart enough, intelligent enough, creative enough, imagined enough, or degreed enough to go after what they love. The third thing is the fear that they might fail at it. The fourth thing is that they feel that they might not make money or they might lose money doing it. The fifth thing is that they might lose loved ones and respect of loved ones if they do it. The next one is the fear that they might get rejected by somebody that they're subordinating to in their life, in society. And the last one is the fear that they don't have the looks, the vitality, the strength, or the beauty to go and do it. But in fact, those seven fears, all they do is cloud the clarity of the sunny truth that sits in the heart that's constantly trying to express itself as their highest expression and values and inspiration. So if they let those fears cloud the clarity, they'll lie to themselves saying they don't know what they want to do. But in the breakthrough experience, I shadow those fears. I show them how to dissolve them. And out comes a mission every time. Everybody deep down inside has something magnificent and they're really willing to do something extraordinary for the earth, but they let the, the clouds of fear block their great sunshine. And I always say we're here to radiate, not gravitate. Uh-huh. And not sit there stuck. So I always say that if you give yourself permission to shine and not shrink, you won't end up in the hands of a shrink. John, what is the, I want to ask you this question. What is the effect of compromise in one's life and the reason i say that is you uh, as well as i have talked to many people they're in jobs they don't like they're in relationships they're not sure why they're here can't really find their way in a spiritual program but yet feel hopeless helpless and can't move their way seem to move their way out of it and so you know this is kind of the question what is it about compromise because you know we we're, we're at a place where, and a friend said this to me two days ago on air, you know, I, I had a job, I worked here 30 years. I thought I was going to get a pension. I didn't get a pension. I thought I was going to get health care. I didn't get health care. And now I'm supposed to rebuild my life, which I will do. But I wish I would have spoken up. I wish I would have found us to speak up. 
What is the impact, uh, uh, John, on us not speaking up? Well, there's, there's a principle that I share in the Breakthrough Experience that says this. Any area of your life you don't empower, somebody's going to overpower. You're not a victim. You're, you're not a victim of their overempowerment. You're simply not empowered. The purpose of the people who are overpowering you is to frustrate you enough to get you empowered. So if you don't fill your day with high-priority things, it's going to be consumed by low-priority things. And if you don't spend your energy, time, money, and all the resources on the highest-priority things, it's going to be drained by low-priority things. And so the feedback of the frustration of not living true to yourself is automatically the symptomatology that most people call mediocrity. And I would like to give ourselves permission to do it. I would rather have the whole world against me than my own soul. Because there's a conservation of, of ridicule and criticism in your life. And if you don't allow criticism for being authentic in life from others, you're going to end up criticizing yourself within. Because you're not living true to yourself. At the end of your life, at the last day of your life, you're going to ask a question. Did I do everything I could with everything I was given? If you get to end, say, absolutely, I went for it. I gave myself permission to shine. And I said to people, hold themselves back because they subordinate to other people and think that other people have something they don't. And they minimize themselves in the process, inject the expectations and values of others into their life, and try to be somebody they're not. Emerson said, envy is ignorance is suicide. Whenever we try to be somebody we're not, we lose out on the magnificence of who we are. Oh, my gosh. You know, and I know that from personal experience, John. And so I, I think that, you know, we know, don't we, right deep at the core of who we are when we're living a life that's less than, so to speak. Uh, how can people get in touch with that thing within themselves that they can recognize and know? Well, I, well, well, I would say that, that, that every human being has a set of priorities, a set of values. Nobody has to get you up in the morning to do what's truly most inspiring to you. You're automatically spontaneously do it. So when you live your life by what you're spontaneously inspired to do, you give yourself permission to expand. Because you tend to walk your talk. You tend to endure pain and place in the pursuit of something great. You tend to not limp your life. You tend to go after it. So the people that themselves, whenever you infatuate with somebody else, you're going to minimize yourself. When you do, you're going to doubt yourself. And you're going to start sacrificing yourself to try to please somebody else for fear of loss of them. When you do, you get entangled in a kind of a conscious web of basically mediocrity. The key is to be able to stand and look at what your life demonstrates is most important to you. How do you fill your space? How do you spend your time? How do you spend your energy? How do you spend your money? What, where is your most organization? Where are you most disciplined? What are you visualizing, thinking about, affirming, and talking about most? What inspires you most? What is it your long-term goals that you keep manifesting and working towards? If you look carefully, your life is demonstrating your values. And whatever's highest on your value is the telos, the real mission and purpose in life. Accessing that and working on that is what the breakthrough experience is about. And when people tap into that, they don't live lives of mediocrity. Nobody has to get me up in the morning to do what I do, Pat. Nobody probably has to get you up in the morning to do what you love doing. It's spontaneous. This is the way you live your life. You're absolutely right. I couldn't wait to get up today and get out. And I've been doing this three days now, John. Friday, Saturday, and today is Sunday. Getting up in the morning, uh, 5 o'clock. You know, getting down here, getting Heather and the team down here. And it isn't just me. I mean, this is contagious. And someone, I was at a press conference the other day on a, on a new partnership that we're forming uh, with uh, Cheyenne Salah. Uh, imagine this, Dr. Pat and, and a hip-hop uh, hip artist partnership. But I will tell you that it, I, I couldn't wait to get up this morning.
there's something that's contagious right now. And I want to thank you for joining me here today. I want to ask you, wow, what is your personal message? Dr. John Martini, everyone. Go to the website, drdmartini.com. We've got it right up here behind us. What do, you, what do you want to leave us with today, Dr. John? Well, listen, every single person deserves to look in the mirror and say, no matter what I've done or not done, I'm worthy of love. And the truth is, that's what they are. There's somebody that's worthy of love. If they say that every day and they get themselves into a state of gratitude and they think about what they are grateful for, they get more to be grateful for. I was born on Thanksgiving Day in America. My mom told me to say, count your blessings. If you count your blessings and are grateful for what you got, you get more to be grateful for. I do it every day. I document my gratitudes every day. Everybody, if they stop and reflect on what they're grateful for and focus on what they're grateful for and fill their mind with flowers and not weeds, they build a magnificent garden and they have a bouquet of life and fulfillment of life that is something that everybody wants. When they're enthusiastic, inspired, grateful, and loving for what they do, man, people come around to watch them be on fire. When you can't wait to get up in the morning and do what you love, people can't wait to get what your service is for the world. And you receive their prosperity, not only individually, but globally. Dr. John Martini, everyone, calling in from South Africa to be part of our Global Prosperity Initiative. John, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for being an amazing shining light for so many people. Thank you, Pat. Thank you so much. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. And I'm going to play that Dr. John D. Martini clip for all of you, everyone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. We've got uh, Eric Pearl coming up, Steve Maraboli, Elgin Taylor, Paul Hagen, Caroline Southern, and Peggy McCall, Sue Storm, oh, and much more, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze. Stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. We're live from the floor of the Northwest Women's Show. 25,000 women coming through here. You know what? Some men, too. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the, in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. 